It's the condensed version of the Pizza Party Pod. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I hate you. You suck. I fucked up. I lost one of the best audio recordings ever. You said shit. You're the worst human being ever. I can't believe we got so many guest stars. It I was know. just Pebbleton Ward was here. Rebecca we got Sugar. The ghost of Walt Disney. Hitler was there, and Hitler was hilarious. Hitler, uh, I was surprised how many good jokes Hitler had, I will say that. Yeah, yeah they were kind of too soon, you know, but they, they were pretty funny still, if you appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, he had some good Anne Frank jokes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, he made some good, like, political humor jokes. Like, he, I mean, at first I was like, I don't like this guy, but, like, you know, when you see it from his perspective, it kind of... Things make a little more sense. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, so that's why he did what he did. Did he went a little too far about, like, reading his Anne Frank's journal, like, diary? Yeah, and, like, really, really unfitting voices like Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. (laughs) Dear diary, I'm Anne Frank. I'm a dirty dude. In spite of everything, I believe there's plenty good in the world. (laughs) Yeah, I was. I wasn't feeling that. I'm Aunt Frank. I'm stuck in this crappy house. This is the worst sitcom ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, Yeah. we lost an episode. Who are we? It was you. I fucked up the recording. I recorded your guys' audio, but my audio is gone. So it's like, so the audio is just like filled with like weird spaces in between. So maybe I'll upload that. Unedited and just, just upload it. Yeah, oh, we need it. Click on my face to be linked to the archive channel where they'll have the full video. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just, just for the hell of it, I'll upload it to that other and channel. Click, click Nolan face. Click on Nolan face so you can get a documentary on the Holocaust. Uh, yeah, it's in the description. But yeah, who are you people? I'm Pan Pizza. I'm fucking mad. I'm giving up <laughs> Smash Bros. Wii U for this. Oh, Again. it's Jim. Yeah. And Jim's back, everybody. So I'm back. Not as good as Hitler, but even still. Yeah. I basically, I went over all, every secret about Doc Force ever. So it's kind of sad that we'll never hear that. You cut all those big revelations and guest stars out though, but, but everything else you'll put up. Yeah. Just for the hell of it. Just like on the other archive channel in the description, you'll find it. But yeah. Hitler's sending me his news again. But all those special guest stars appearancing, yeah, and our podcast, that was like a one-time thing. We'll never have that again. Yeah. No. So, in the podcast, we get a lot of fucking questions. Here are all the questions. Yeah. Let's just... Beat them. So, we're just going to do a, a, a Q&A for all the questions that was asked in the other podcast episode. So, if anyone has any questions, just put them in the, in the comments here. Yeah. We won't do an episode like this, but... Yeah. Whatever. It's lost. We're fed up. We're just like, fuck it. Let's just do a Q&A. Fuck the news. Yeah, we recorded almost two hours worth. Fuck everything. Well, we were we were literally just about to do the Q&A. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, screw all this. Okay, so first question is by Ben Pham. Question. What are your guys' favorite YouTube channels? And Pan, don't say Rebel Taxi. You. F-A-G. Oh. Don't be a faggot, Pan. 
Oh my god, that's offensive. Pan is gay. How dare you? I didn't say it, it was Ben Fam. So, what are you guys' favorite YouTube channels? PewDiePie, the classic. Amazing. How's it going, bros? It's me, PewDiePie. And I was too busy fucking up little girls. Classic. Yeah, classic Hitler. Good old Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Wacky old Hitler just doing the crazy all over town. Little Hitler. <laughs> He's such a scamp. <laughs> yeah, favorite YouTube channels. Recently I got into, uh, well, Red Letter Media. What they usually did a long time ago was uh, doing this. I got you into Red Letter Media. Doing this long theatrical uh, analysis on the Star Wars prequels and some other movies too, but... They go over every little detail of Star Wars, saying why why the prequels are terrible. It's like it's pretty. Uh, I mean, I don't agree one hundred percent, but I find it very fascinating. And just like if you want to study films or something, you learn a lot from these videos. Star Wars: The Phantom Menace was the most disappointing thing since my son. I mean, how much more could you possibly fuck up the entire backstory to Star Wars? And while my son eventually hanged himself in the bathroom of the gas station. The unfortunate reality of the Star Wars prequels is that they'll be around forever. They will never go away. There could never be undone. Yeah, Railer Media is half in the bag is my favorite review. It's like it does the best story with a review ever. Because the story just is stupid and then they're like, when is we'll talk about movies and I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, like cause... one day long. Because every other uh, YouTube video that has, like, a story within the review is always, like, this super... Amb they try to act, like, super ambitious, like, oh, shit, something epic is happening. And here it's just, like... I gotta save the world. Don't you make fun of Linkara like that. And, and here the, 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 the story and the reviews are just, like, oh, man, this guy's having a VHS party. Let's go to this. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> like, so they're... So Huh? So like it, they know the plot is stupid. Yeah, yeah. That's why it works. But uh, what I've been watching recently from them is this thing called uh, the best of the worst. Is where they watch three VHS tapes some random person sends to them, and they just they watch it as a group, make fun of it, and then they talk about why it's so terrible. And they find like the most ridiculous films that they can find. I don't know how. What was one of the movies called? It was like Home Alone, but it was like really extreme and people died and stuff. It, it was called like, uh, I, I forget what Plain it was. Playing Dangerous. Play, yeah, Playing Dangerous. Basically, it, like the cover of the VHS, it makes it look like a Home Alone knockoff, like a straight-to-video Home Alone knockoff. But when you watch it, it just opens up with some guy getting shot <laughs> by some terrorists. And it's basically like a some sort of die-hard spy movie, but with a little kid that's rated R. But it's like cut down to be PG. It's cut down to be PG-13, but it's made for little kids. And it's just like, why was this made? <laughs> you got me. I kind of feel Best of the Worst is a little too long because they talk about three separate movies in that one video and it's 40 minutes long. I think it would have been easier if they just like made it three part instead. But yeah. That's what I've been watching recently. What What are your guys' favorite YouTube channels? XLRs. His channel's in the description. Yeah, XLR has a YouTube channel. Also, uh, Jim here has a YouTube channel of reviews, so... Oh, Jim is my favorite. Yeah. In the description <laughs> below. He oh, makes sorry. funny Hitler jokes in all of his videos. I'm starting to think that he's uh, racist, but I don't know. 
Jim, what, what, what are your favorite YouTube videos, Jim? Um, I watch like uh, actually, I have uh, what's it? The guy who did Subway Thoughts. Have you ever seen that? Subway Thoughts. Where it's this guy and he's just he's on the sub. It's a cartoon, but he's on the subway and he like thinks of things on the subway when he's commuting to work. It's I don't know. Um, and I watch like I watch a lot of like movie critic stuff, but like really boring ones. I think like uh, Mark Kermode sometimes, and like and anything that's like any channel that's like oh we have a bunch of random weird commercials or intros. I watch a lot of those. I don't watch like really. I guess I watch like Philip DeFranco sometimes, but I get I have a real love hate relationship with that channel. Whereas I'll watch three, and then I'm like oh I don't like this one. I won't watch it for two weeks and then i'll be back also actually you know what i, I watched that cartoon conspiracy thing i do watch that pretty regularly was that on that's on channel federator yeah federator yeah I, i'm gonna visit their offices this uh december hopefully hopefully they'll fire you <laughs> oh, okay. like, uh, where what the one in new york or yeah the new york one so what other youtube channels do you guys like i can't think of a show pie I can't think of a channel that I like like because I'm really nitpicky, but I have a guilty pleasure channel called The Completionist. I love that channel because of how bad everything is. Uh, like it's sometimes it's so awkwardly edited and stuff, and it's so annoying that I kind of like it. What? The Completionist. Yeah, it's it's not it's not good. Just don't watch it. Hmm. I like making fun of. It. I just like how bad the jokes are, so I can use it on Nolan. They have a lot of. There's these. Someone makes these videos and they're like they'll take a ton of whatever cartoon character older cartoon character has a lot of shorts and make like six hours of donald duck or six hours of felix the cat those are cool i've sometimes just put those on to test the tv or something because it's just constant cartoons and then you end up watching like an hour of whatever character you you know your heart desires i guess yeah there's like some weird hatred for Mickey Mouse cartoons. I searched up six hours of Mickey Mouse and had like shit ton of dislikes. And people are like from Russia or something. Really? Yeah. Oh, you know why I think that is is because the whole Mickey Mouse thing is weird. Because Mickey Mouse when he started is different from what he is now. Like he's for just really little kids. And so when people watch the old cartoons, they're like, "What? What is?" this i didn't know he was a cartoon character but like if you watch the early ones he like smokes cigarettes and he's like kind of a brat and all this stuff so like i've heard of people who say they love mickey mouse and then they'll see the mickey mouse that i like and they're like oh why would i who what and they're just all confused you know same with i know people who hate the new mickey mouse shorts for the same reason oh really damn yeah it's because he's like a merchant. The merchandise of Mickey Mouse isn't like the old cartoon at all. So it's confusing to people. Yeah, they haven't made yeah. like any sort of new Mickey Mouse cartoon. Oh, wait. No, I think. Yeah, they did those shorts. No, made by no, Paul the, the, Disney, the Disney Channel ones are good. I like those. But the, the problem is this is my, uh, uh, my I have to watch my DVR because I have it set for any time a Mickey Mouse cartoon comes on to record it. Every month or so, my DVR decides to DVR Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, which is a preschool show, <laughs> and I'll have to delete all these like like shows for four year olds. Fuck! Like you have that would suck. You have people over. It's like, why do you have this on your DVR? I yeah, it's like like why do I why do you have four Mickey Mouse Clubhouses? It's like I want to learn how to read and share. <laughs> it's, it's the only way I'll learn. <laughs> But they, they, had, they had a really cool, 
they had a cool Mickey Mouse short for around when the World Cup came out, and it was all in Spanish. I believe. I don't think they had any. They, they have a pretty cool. They upload the newest one. Yeah, but whenever you look oh, they up, do. Yeah. Whenever you look up those like four hours of Mickey Mouse or something, it all it's always on those weird borders around the video, you know. Yeah, where it's zoomed in too far and stuff. Yeah, those things. Yeah. It's like, yeah, people are desperate to like. Okay, they're desperate to like pirate this stuff, but they don't want to go outside of YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, life is hard. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nolan, you have a serious one that you want to recommend? Uh, I don't know. I guess Blaze Hedgehog. I really like his stuff. I, we've recommended before. Blaze. Let's get blazed. Oh, yeah, Some Call Me Johnny. Subscribe to Some Call Me Johnny. They're awesome. Yeah. He's the bomb. He's the bay. Yeah, he, he goes over to, like, every single thing that I hated about about stuff like Mario Sunshine and stuff. Well, I don't hate those games, but there's a lot of things that I just can't deal with, like the pachinko stage. Yeah. It doesn't look that bad, but for some reason, everybody hates it. Dude, you have to play it. Just play it, and you'll understand immediately why everyone hates that stage. I was kind of, like, teetering on, like, if I should do a Sonic Adventure retrospect. Well, the two games, not really retrospect. But I don't know. Some Johnny, some Call Me Johnny kind of summed up everything in, like, do I still want to do this? I don't know. Roasty Hat says, question, have any of you ever imagined yourself as being a part of the main cast in a cartoon series when you were a kid? Uh, just every cartoon ever. For me, I would always imagine myself uh, as a part of the Teen Titans, except my powers would be the, uh, talismans from Jackie Chan Adventures. Yeah, you go. It's like a weird combo. Yeah, but those talismans were really cool. I mean, I don't know if you ever saw the show, Jim, but... Basically, the talismans, there were 12 of them, and they had, like, invincibility, shoot fire, laser vision, yeah. uh, healing, making a, a good and evil clone of yourself, uh, wow. astral projection. Yeah, but then you'd be in the Teen Titans. Yeah, I'd be the most overpowered one. Like, I'd be better than Superman. Mine is kind of weird because I would always picture myself... Like, I'd have situations go on in my life, but instead I'd picture cartoon characters going through the exact same thing, except they were kind of like me, but not. <laughs> it's weird. It's hard to describe. Was this your fursona? No. No. Your fursona? It, it was literally just, I like, I was having a conversation with my mom, and it would still be that conversation, except I'd be, like, a cartoon character I liked, and they'd be a cartoon character or something. Oh, well. I imagine that I was, like, a cartoon, but not as, like, a character from a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was when there was a successful show and I was a kid, I would always imagine me and my friends would be like the knockoff subdivision because I read a lot of comics and there'd be like X-Men and then there'd be like X-Force. So I was like, okay, well, if they're the Power Rangers, we can be like the Power Police <laughs> or um, what was another? Oh, the other one was X-Men Junior, which makes no sense. And it would be like, 
like instead of Wolverine, I would be like Wolvie, which doesn't make any sense. It was just like like why I thought there should be so a knockoff version of whatever show we were, was popular at the time. But the Power Police, you know, uh, I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. But yeah, it was. But I was also eight, so you know. Damn. I bet everyone like imagine themselves as like a kids next door operative or something, right? Oh yeah. yeah. I was disappointed when I turned thirteen. It's like great. Now I can never be a part of the kids next door, which is a fictional corporation. <laughs> <laughs> now my main my brain got wiped. Damn. Fuck. I got to go to the the curious pictures when they were working on that. Oh. When? I was like it was like uh oh three uh-huh. and like i was in this class it was called like pitching the animated series and it was like me and the whole class and we got to go and meet uh the creator guy i don't know his name i met him i met him through that class a couple times Tom Warburton? yeah wait it, mr Warburton. isn't that an actor oh that okay yeah i'm sorry patrick warburton's the uh that guy who plays joe swanson and stuff and a lot of other people, but yeah, he was really defiant about keeping the show in New York because his wife worked there and he was like, well, he insisted something. I mean, this was like 10 years ago, so I'm really, really paraphrasing, but something like if he said, like, if we move kids next door to LA, they'd have to contractually make them find his wife a job, which I, I even thought at the time I was like, you can do that. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, it was like, they were planning out all this stuff and they talked about, maybe possibly making a movie one day, which I'm assuming didn't happen. Uh, but, you know. TV movies. They were, like, talking about, like, a theatrical thing. And just they just talked about it. They didn't, like, have a pitch book that they showed us or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And But it was... It was, I wasn't as into the show, but I uh, but I did get to see them working on it. I, it was, like, Curious Pictures, which I don't know if that exists still, but... Hmm. I don't know, but... Uh, I think it does. I... I'm not sure either. Because the last time I heard anyone working there was like '09, uh, but I haven't even seen, you know, been there or heard about anything from it since. Then. I think they worked on Team Umizumi or something. And the only reason I remember that is because I saw the Gordon Ramsay what um, advertisement with them. So he was on there. What? Isn't that a preschool show? He had, no, he had, like, a commercial with them. Like, he was trying to, like, make this food. And then they show up, and he's like, ah, Team Umizumi. Blimey hell, what the fuck is the Team Umizumi? <laughs> I hate cartoons after 1990. What's this? Where are the layers? I can't serve this. Umizumi, Team Umizumi. Ah, Team Umizumi. What's cooking, Gordon? Not desserts. Can you fix this? Hmm, the ingredients are right, but there's a pattern problem. I'm on it. Pattern up strawberry shortcake. Cake, berries, cream. Cake, berries, cream. See, they get it. Watch this. Pattern power. Wow, that looks right, but how does it taste? It's delicious. <laughs> Team Umizumi, making math tasty for your preschooler every day. You guys like to come work for me? Uh, was that the Umi alarm? You gotta go. Bye, Gordon. Guys, something I said? Oh, I completely fucking forgot. Which one? <laughs> Are you recording your audio? Yeah, I'm recording. 
Okay. Good. How about the next question? Because okay. I think we kind of answered it. Let's see. Is there going to be a question like, how do I get to work in the animation industry? Because I feel like that's every podcast. Is there yeah. one of those? That happens a lot. What's up with that? We're an animation podcast, I guess. I don't but know. It's like, like none of us are, no offense to you guys, but I'm not in the industry. I don't think, you know. Oh, it's, I am. No, I know Rebecca Sugar. <laughs> but like, I always think that's a weird question. It's like, well, I don't know either, dude. Yeah, it's like, why are they asking us? Why me? Yeah, it's like, I never, I don't, I don't really get that. Why that? That's a constant question. I don't know. Do they not listen to the other answers? I don't know. Probably because Pan has been to Frederator. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really. I don't consider myself an industry person. I'm like this weird. You're like like the the, homeless guy uh, down, like outside of the building. I, 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 I basically work independently, but are provide, but get paid from them. So I'm basically like, I consider myself Mr. Mixel splits from a Superman. That weird interdimensional thing that doesn't go with everything else that sometimes pops up just to annoy these cartoon people. Like, I, I should just, like, just walk into Cartoon Network Studios, just see someone working on their cartoon, and, and I'm just like, eh, what's up, fucks? <laughs> <laughs> you making a cartoon? Can I see? No, go away, Pan. Question. Let me read this as best as I can as it is. Half Alive 1413. Question. I have tried to get my art out in the world, but even when I try, only one or two people look at it, which I find out are my friends. Good nothing says are like pity likes. Well, I I hate when people say that. Is how you gain fans is doing fan art, because whenever I do it, I feel like I can't do the character justice. Number two. This is confusing. I've been trying on make a comic for a few years now, but I always get tired of the idea I had and start a new one or just give it up altogether. Same thing with my stories I write. Any ideas how to keep with one idea? Sorry if my grammar mistakes. This is my first time asking anyone I look up to about art advice because I'm a stupid shy baby. Well, if you want people to pay attention to you, you should probably start by typing better. This is more of a marketing question than our question, I feel like. Because were they asking, like, how do I get my stuff more popular, basically? Yeah, I, I mean, my best advice is just to, like, do draw stuff that's, like, popular, that people are constantly looking up, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, right now, that people are... Well, like, if you're going to do it, the thing I see a lot... What? I mean, right Going now, in. like, I guess, for example, Over the Garden Wall is uh, popular, so just post that on Tumblr and tag it and uh, have your name... Yeah, make sure... Part. A lot of people don't tag accordingly, and I see that a lot. Where people, mm-hmm. I'll talk, I'll talk to someone, and they'll be like, "Oh, I didn't. Why isn't this more popular?" And I'll look at their posts, and it won't be tagged at all. And it's like, if you don't tag it, then how is anyone going to find it? Like, that's just you know, you're setting yourself up. So just put, if it's fan art, put the thing it's fan art of, and make sure to put your name also, so that they can just click on that hashtag and find your other stuff immediately because the harder it is for people to look for your stuff the less likely they'll find it 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> also remember that uh, Tumblr only five of those tags work, so you're not spamming. So you can only put five tags that work on there. So make sure it's oh. something people actually look. Yeah, up. that's why I'm not YouTube famous yet. Yeah, over the garden. I mean, wall. you just have to keep going. I think it's like if you're not, people always get discouraged if they don't immediately hit a certain level. But it's like if you just give up completely, you won't. Most of the people who have gotten to a certain level, it took them a while to get there. So it's not; it just doesn't immediately happen. So just yeah. you have to just keep yeah. going, basically. That and it takes a while for people to notice. The only reason people notice cartoons immediately is because you know they have connections and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just and find different ways to get like find one of the things I've always done with everything I've worked on is like you put up a flyer or a sticker or you know in an area where people will look at. It and stuff like that that's not just online because you can get there's so many different ways to get people to look at your stuff or like I don't know anything but just don't if you're just going to po- post it and not tag it accordingly and not publicize it then like you know <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's anyone else's fault but your own you know I don't know this person and their specific example but I've seen this a lot so I'm constantly telling people like please like Make sure you tag and like if people do reblog you, like I thank a lot of people because it's like it's like I am grateful, but you're also like want to keep a, a good relationship up with them, you know, if they do like you. So I don't know. I think you should, but I just wish them the best of luck because it's it's hard to do that stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, but for art, post it on Tumblr because DeviantArt it, it it just goes nowhere, and, and and Tumblr it's more likely to be seen. I wouldn't say that. A lot of people have been famous through DeviantArt and gotten jobs yeah, because true. of that. Yeah, but like, DeviantArt, but DeviantArt feels so isolated. You can do both. You can yeah, do, do both. both. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to do like you just post in as much crap as you can, and you know, use your Facebook enough. Nobody uses Facebook to promote, but like those are people who already know who you are. So they'll probably look at probably look at your stuff because they'll be like, oh, I remember him from high school. Oh, oh, cool. He has this art thing. And maybe that guy is an executive somewhere or something. I don't know. But it like it's not gonna hurt you. Like make sure you have a Twitter and an Instagram and everything. You know, don't don't be too shy. So sorry, am I like being too ranty? Nah. No, no, it's fine. I just, I always get this question from people in real life, and it's like, I just want people to, like, really, you really have to get out there, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. so, I mean, it's yeah, helped well, me, I don't know. Yeah. Post your art as much as you can, anywhere you can. The more places you have your art up, the better. Put your name on it so people know where to find you. Have a consistent name. Yeah, have it, like, a, a website address or an email or a twit, like something so they can just go immediately. People are posting your art, like without your consent, make sure you fucking go after them for it too. But if they do do that and has your name on it, at least that's something because then people will know where to find you. Or Mm -hmm. even definitely put um, a Google alert on both your name and whatever the creation is because there's sometimes like you won't find out about something until like two years later. Because you didn't know, because they didn't, they're not going to send it to you, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I actually found out about Pan was from the Knockhorse thing. And I got a Google alert, I think, something like that. Oh, yeah. And from, like, you know, from, yeah, from the top 10 animated bands. Oh. And it's like, you know, you, if you, if you do that stuff, it'll help you out. It's not going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? 
I mean, it takes a little bit of time, but it's worth it in the end. Just mm-hmm. but you have to really be on it. Don't just do it for a little bit and be like, oh, well, I did that thing and it didn't work out. So who cares? So, you know, I'm very pro like going out there and or post on Reddit and as much of that stuff as you can. It can only help you. Like anything, just be be like tenacious about it. Don't like give yeah. up after a go. Like what he's I mean, saying. If it's, your, if it's your dream, you don't want to be like 45 drinking on Thanksgiving and being like, yeah, I was an artist once and I drew some, you know, some weeboos and some sailor moons, but nobody really cared. So now I'm just drunk watching football that I don't care about. <laughs> Cause that's this person probably sounds like that, right? They're probably like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it took but, me, it took me probably like, smoking a cigarette and stuff. have like a grainy voice. It took me making four years of these videos until it actually started getting somewhere. Yeah, yeah it's just like it t- takes a while. You just have to, if you keep going, and it feels better that you try and fail than if you sat around and go, well, I could have been really big. You know, it's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> I have passionate yeah. views on this. Yeah. Well, they're good views too. So yeah, okay. Yeah, even even then, also be confident. Don't just be like, "Hey guys, I posted this thing." Although I think it's really ugly, so please don't look at it. Like nothing, yeah. nothing annoys me more. Somebody who just goes, like, there's a difference between going, "I don't feel like I really hit this one, but I like it anyway," and "Oh, please don't look at it. It's so bad." Yeah. Yeah. If, if you don't just like bury it or something, but if you like something. Posted it like a good Tumblr Facebook time or something, you know? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. was it like 3 p.m. when people are awake and out of school or work, you know? Yeah. But yeah, like, if, if you were worried that your art is terrible, at least keep going at it. Because if, if, if you just look at, like, your older art that you... Just look at your older art, and if, if you're ashamed of it, of your older art, and see how terrible it is, that means you improved. So that's a good thing that, that you're ashamed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like... Look at if there's someone you're really influenced by, why not look at what influences them? And that actually really helps because you can find, you can understand their art better, but you might find better stuff about your own art through that. Yeah. Let me see. What's the next question? Okay. Resident Chick LOL. Two questions. First, for everyone. When did you first decide to start throwing your opinions out on the internet? I don't know. Uh, when I started saying, hey, this fucking sucks. I'm gonna tell the world how much this fucking sucks. Yeah. Morgan, look what they're saying about us on the message boards. We have message boards? Is it love or hate I have for you? I'll have to let you know. On the X-Play board. You better like my game! On the Don't be too mean because you don't know if they're listening or not. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess when I say the completion is, I like the guy. Never mind. No, say what you have to say because I completely just talked over you. So long as it's constructive, you can be as mean as you want or whatever. Yeah, think think about your argument before you. Because if you're just like. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you're just like, this blows, lol, you know. (laughs) <laughs> give a reason why and maybe a way to improve then it's more acceptable 
Yeah, I but mean, what, what honestly, obviously, what really helps just like is, on a oh, sorry, if you're on a YouTube board or whatever, who really cares? But like, if you're like making a video specifically about it, like you're demanding attention for it, like, then look, it's like, hey. look up. I always look up other people who have similar views or other people who've talked about a certain thing, and then you can see like what how those opinions like look through someone else and then you'll go oh maybe i won't actually do that maybe i'll think about it this way mm-hmm. yeah because that can help oh and this person also says but i don't i guess the i guess the uh, the question was really like what did you uh why was it what was the question oh when did you first start throwing your opinions out on the internet oh i don't know when was when was the internet created again yeah. It just happened. But I guess, I don't know, the reason I do these videos is because, like, I, I want to talk about animation stuff and or stuff that I find interesting. And sometimes a lot of animation stuff is hard to find, like, anyone else talking about it. So that's why I do mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I, I actually have n- I noticed that myself is I'll review a movie and I'll look around and I'll be like, oh, so I'm it? Okay. Because it's like no one else, you can't talk to anyone else about it. So it's like, I might as well make this so like I can, because I have all this information, I might as well like get it out there. Otherwise it'd be, I'd just be talk, talking to my cats or something. Yeah. It's just like, no, why is no one talking about Cartoon Network shows? And it's like, well, I guess I'm going to have to do it. And that's what I yeah, do. Yeah, or I've noticed that like, even when I do read people who do like, you know, episode recaps and I'm like really unfulfilled by them, you can use that and go, cause a lot of great art's been made cause someone went, Oh man, everything sucks. You know what I would like to have happen. And that's like kind of what I look at yeah. when, if you're going to make an opinion. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Just analyze what you like and don't like, and then you can make something that you, that you really do like. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the second part of this question is, for Pan, what's your reaction when actual workers from CNC your videos? They're gonna kill me. They're gonna shoot me. <laughs> yeah, Pan get Pan gets really nervous. Yeah, I mean I'm a, I mean they so I know yeah they are aware that I exist. I talk to them, and although there's some that are like yeah you're that guy who drew us last year. It's like, mm, that's yeah. the only thing I did. That's the only reason you guys know me by. Because I drew you guys, and that's the <laughs> like, why? I don't know. It's why like, are you so mean? It's like, right, that's what I did. That I didn't Stop do anything. Friend zoning me. I done nothing else. <laughs> I didn't say your episode was terrible. Please forgive me. I'll suck your dick. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I don't know. The the thing I learned is. Don't be an obsessive fanboy. Just like if you walk up to someone you admire, just like be like, "Hey, what's going on?" Just be cool. Don't be a fanboy because then they'll find that weird. And, but if you just act like a normal person, they'll they'll be willing to, I guess, talk with you. I guess you know. Yeah, that's tips for talking to us too. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't. Well, if don't... you want to, if if you want to talk to us, you can send a hundred dollars to Pan's PO box. And we'll meet you in the Kmart <laughs> parking lot in section B, uh, spot thirty-two. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the best. That's your you... local Kmart poke parking lot. That's the best way you can get a spot on the Pizza Party podcast. Send me money, and then we we can meet us here at that at that uh, Kmart parking lot, and we'll uh, discuss from there on. 
That's we'll section you. That's section B, space thirty-two at your local Kmart. Yeah, and the at around like two a.m. I think that's a good time to meet there. So, but if you didn't wait at least seven hours, we're not showing up. Yeah, well, don't call us. We'll call you. It'll be fine. We know people. You don't need to give us table. your number either. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll yeah, find don't, you. Yeah, don't. Just <laughs> we'll that's a, that's one hundred dollars. We'll, we'll make sure the hundred dollars like it doesn't bounce or anything. We'll uh, contact you. Yeah, yeah that's the galley at twelve. Make sure the the check has to clear or or whatever you're doing. No bitcoins. <laughs> Yeah, we don't need that. We will take a monopoly money, I guess. That'll work too. No, don't don't encourage people. No, hundred dollars of monopoly. Money. Oh, that's not much. No, it has to be real money. Yeah, well, the only way, or at least like, it needs to be one of those prepaid cards for like an MMO or something. <laughs> yeah, we'll take we some PSN cards. cards. Give us some League of Legend monies. We'll take that. Some Minecraftian dollars. We'll drive up in the Pizza Party podcast van, pick you up, and we'll drive around and record it. We can talk about whatever you want yeah, we'll, for $100. We'll have to, like, uh, blindfold you and make sure you don't know where we're going exactly on this podcast, but we're, we'll take you, and you can be on, the, on there. Oh you can be on the podcast. It'll be a live execution. I mean, a live meetup. Yeah. America's Funny <laughs> Snuff Films. Uh, Yeah. No one's gonna get that joke because we cut it out. It's from the last thing. Yeah, an episode lost forever. Maybe someone will be dedicated enough to listen to the lost episode that does not have me talking, but everyone else does. Well, that's 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 the person who's gonna go to their local Kmart, find section B in space thirty-two, and take a picture. And props to that person because that's dedication. Like, like when one of us dies, like they're just gonna you, they're just gonna go to that place and like leave roses there to honor us. (laughs) This is I remember when this was on the podcast. They'll they'll put roses there, and then a minivan will drive over it. (laughs) Oh man. They're just crying like this was in their podcast. I, they I sent them a hundred dollars and they and they never came for me. <laughs> yeah, those be lost in the middle of Texas. Just, <laughs> they're just there. They're, they're just they're just there in the stormy night and they just yell into the sky, pan pizza. <laughs> 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 and someone, some, someone's like, like, man, that guy really wanted some pizza. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Where is my hundred dollars? <laughs> Here's another question. I mean, I mean, I guess this is the last question, unless you want to go for more. Doctor, whatever. Doctor, Doctor Tomato says, "Here's a few fantastic questions." What kind oh, of listen, next question? <laughs> what kind of cartoon collectibles do you guys own? Do you collect any action figures? Also, do you think you'll ever review Conker's Bad Fur Day? Okay, to answer that second question, I actually do not own Conker's Bad Fur Day. I, I have like every other good 64 game, like the Evangelion game, still in the box. I got Turok, and I do not have Perfect Dark or. Or, or Conkers. So. Well, you're shit, and I'm unsubscribing now. So if anyone has any 64 games to donate, there's my P.O. box in the description. With the $100. Yeah, send, yeah, me, send $100. Send me that and $100 and gotcha force whatevs. Look at that. Let me see. What's got these guys so excited? Unbelievable. Player's Choice Games for N64. Turok, Mario Kart, Wave Race, Star Fox. Oh, man. 
Star Wars, Shadows of the Empire, Cruising USA, and Super Mario. Take I'm in love. Each one of these great games is just $39.95. What's going on here? And each Mezzanin seller. Just look for the Player's Choice logo. I own um, tons of um, anime dolls, ranging from Evangelion to Persona 4. But some of the best collectibles I have are an exclusive Cartoon Network Studios Ben 10 keychain, an autograph from Man of Action, Gayer. and um, a letter from Stuart Snyder. Gayus. Well, I think one of the... Recently, uh, the, the, the game company Little Orbit has sent me the Adventure Time video game... Uh, Nameless Kingdom, which is a pretty good game. I mean, although it's sometimes too confusing as to figure out where to go for the next dungeon. But uh, they, sh- they sent me that game, which I recommend, actually. But they also no, send me no. a, a DVD full of, of 16 random episodes and also the Adventure Time art book, which has basically everything you'd ever want from the art book. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, like, it has, like, information and photos of, like, stuff that was used for the uh those special episodes the one that was directed by the guy who made kick heart and mind games what was that director's name oh i don't i don't remember that was a really cool episode yeah the, the episode food chain the, the that was made by an anime director i can't remember his name but they have that some stuff from the cgi episode a glitch within a glitch it's, you know how this is kind of off topic but you know how in when the guy who made Book of Life kept saying he wanted his cartoon to look so good that if you saw the art of book, it would look exactly like the movie. Yeah. Is there an art of book of Book of Life? Yep. Is that true? Does it look exactly like the art of book? Not exactly, but it's still pretty close enough because it's a lot more stylized than your typical uh, CGI movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was just wondering that that occurred to me after I read that quote. It was like I'd like to actually see the art of book because maybe it's even crazier. Yeah, come on, Jorge, fucking step your game up. Let's see what you got. Yeah, because that's like because if you're gonna if you're gonna throw out that art of quote, your art of book has to be like really good. That you're gonna be throwing down like that. Like Jorge Gutierrez just says, the actual movie is nothing like the art of book, the concept art. Fuck. And then he just cancels the whole movie. Ay, por qué? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go back to making mucha lucha. Aww. Aw, <laughs> oh, man. Ay, que lastima. Ay, burritos. <laughs> Ay, churros. What was that guy who was like, who was like, all you can eat churros? That's- I don't know, but Jorge, Jorge Gutierrez always... Remember that, that guy? I don't know, but Jorge Gutierrez always puts in churros in everything he does. Well, churros are pretty good. I'm not going to lie. You know, mm-hmm. They're pretty yummy. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, if, if I could go to a heaven where there's all you can eat churros, I'd be pretty happy, too. I'll, I'll take the Book of Life's Afterlife or with those skeleton twins because they're great. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's kind of weird that they have, like... They're skeletons, those twins, but they have breasts... Very spiky, pointy breasts for some reason. Yeah, they're great. But any, what, what other collectibles do you guys own? <laughs> any collectibles? Uh, I don't own anything weird. I just own like, I own a. Uh, I own Dragon Ball uh, Z episodes, I think. And well, I guess DVD. I actually I have uh, a lot of stuff. I took all my old VHSs that I had of like stuff I recorded and transferred it all to DVD. Mm-hmm. So I have like original recordings of like the X-Men animated series. Like that's how I saw the 
Charlie Brown Thanksgiving episode. I have like the original air of that. I have like a lot of more like DVDs and stuff. I don't have too many collectibles, just like old stuff from when I was a kid. I have like tick action figures and stuff like that. I wish I still had the VHS rips of a, of like adult swim programming. My, my cousin recorded because back when Adult Swim started, I, it was too late for me to stay up. So she, Oh, she, I had those too. Yeah. Oh, and I lost all of them, and it's really sad. Yeah, she recorded all these Adult Swim, like uh, Aqua Teen and Cowboy Bebop and Trigun on there. It's like, I wish I still had that, just to see all the commercials and bumpers all together. I used I used to just hit record. This is when, before it had the bumpers, it was just like, like all kids out of the pool. Oh, yeah. And it had like, and, and it would just end with Cowboy Bebop. And so I'd record it, and I'd had tapes and tapes full of it because I couldn't. Uh, I I I would probably be only able to watch like half of it and go to bed, but then I would watch like these tapes like forever. But then I like I think I had to get rid. I don't know. I have to check my parents' house see if they have them, but I don't think they do. I mean, then it's like, why am I? I have most of those shows on DVD, so it's like, why would I? You know, why would I keep? But I still have a working VHS in. I have two working VHSs currently plugged in, ready to go in my apartment. So I guess I could. Mm-hmm. My VHS is broke, so I can't play them anymore. Oh, that's sad. And they're harder to get a good VHS nowadays because it's not like vinyl and it's cool and the quality's better. Oh man, that reminds me. Um, for regular show and this uh, web show called Classic Game Room, where they review movies, both of it, both of them tried to have like a special edition laser disc copy of their uh shows what yeah they try to do this really? regular show and classic game room they try to get a laser edi- laser disc edition but they couldn't since uh no company still presses laser discs because you can still make vhs's because i actually got a newer movie that came out on vhs what? like last How? year yeah what movie was this well it was it was this movie it's kind of part of the movie's appeal it's called the wnuf halloween special and it's um, the whole idea of it is it was this Halloween special on this local TV channel, and they went inside a house where these murders had happened, and they're going to have a live on-air seance. But the whole deal with it, because it has '80s commercials and everything in it, is like it's like found footage, but you found the special. So the you're the person who found the footage, because you know like paranormal activity it's like well who found this footage why is it what kind of a psychopath edited this all together of people getting murdered that's creepy but in this movie the found footage is is this special so it's like has this kind of creepy appeal to it but it's a cool movie it was directed by this guy i kind of know but not really chris la martina but it's a it's a good if you can get i recommend it on vhs because if it's not on vhs i feel like it wouldn't work Mm -hmm. i remember yeah I don't know that it's. I mean, that did really you ever awesome though? Like a great you concept. Should, if you should check it, if you can get it. I mean, I don't know if you ever. Um, if this was like before your guys' time or something, but if you used to go to the Salvation Army and just buy VHSs that would be labeled like I bought a couple VHSs that just said Beavis and Butthead Marathon <laughs> and. <laughs> And, like, a couple of them would actually be this random Beavis and Butthead marathon from 1995 on awesome. MTV. And it's, like, this weird, like, you're, like, it kind of feels creepy because you're owning, like, someone else recorded this and, like, obviously probably watched it more than once. And, like, you 
you're now watching it. I don't know. That, and you're only going to watch it like one time and you just took someone's. You know, there's actually kind of something like that. Um, it's a kind of horror thing that showed up on this blog called Sixpence. It was like um, this guy went to a yard sale and there were a bunch of like old um, Super 8s there. And like he um, looked through them all and they were all really creepy and disturbing. And like, I don't know if it's true or not, but like basically it was just a bunch of really disturbing shorts on Super 8s. And whether or not they're real is kind of like up for debate. So that's pretty cool. You know, I'm always kind of paranoid with buying a, a used VHS tape from like a thrift store or something. Because like you don't know if you're just like watching some kid's cartoon and then suddenly just cuts to like a snuff film for all you know. That's so yeah. cool, though. I want that to happen. That I want. I want to discover something really I just disturbing. Wanted to watch. I wish would be cool. really awesome. If like a film student like made this really short horror movie and then sold it at a thrift store <laughs> or something, as like always had that idea. That'd be sweet. Just to make. I actually used to do that with Knockforce DVDs. I would leave them everywhere, and like they would be at bar, like bars who have their own DVD collections. I would just slip it in, and I would slip it like, and then I would later hear I was like, dude, I was like in this bar, and like I ended up watching Knockforce. It was really strange, <laughs> and like I would do that all the time. I left a couple of like yard sales and all sorts of because we just made it ton of them so i just be like it's good promotion who knows what's gonna happen <laughs> that's awesome be like me if i just go up to someone and just like hey you ever hear of this rebel taxi person you ever watch his videos and they'd be like oh that guy ew i don't like him <laughs> and, like, and you'd be like no I've, I've heard he's really good what are you talking about because you kind of sound like him that's weird oh uh, oh uh, uh, i don't know uh, i gotta go <laughs> the snake thing plays. <laughs> the alert thing. Wait, are you gonna are you gonna have that cool sound effect, the running sound always. effect? You should I gotta put that. that in always. Ouch. But so are there any <laughs> I like that sound effect. Are there any more like knock force things left over in the world that you got you have? Oh, there's a bunch of stickers. I see them all the time. Especially in my uh, where I I put them around where my parents lived in suburbia and I was walking around and I saw a lot. One was in like mint condition. I was shocked. And it's been up there since 2007. So some of them have stayed up. And if you, the, because uh, Ian and I are both from Maryland, and uh, between where Annapolis, Maryland is and where everyone went to the beach in Ocean City, it was this three hour drive. And I put up a ton of stickers there. And every summer I get a tweet from somebody like spotted Knock Forest. And then they tweet me. And they're always like, I can't believe, and they're still up because they were vinyl stickers. So there's a lot of them still up. Does Ian know you did this? What? Does Ian know you did that? Oh no, he he knew he completely knew about the the trip that that trip because um, that's where we filmed the the second music video. I like it. Um, yes, I yeah, yes, I love it. I think. Hello operator, can you help me please? I'm looking for a lady that tonight is free. She says, what the fuck, you think you fool me? I didn't think I was just being cute for thee. But she disagrees, you're not being cute. I hope you're gonna pick me up real soon. I'll flash my way over there at like noon. You better bring over those games I'll let you. But I'm not even done playing Vector Man 2. Well, you always suck ass with that gameplay. I could still kick your ass and birds out of prey. Well, I don't care about your dumb old video games. Just he knew he 
knew about that because we both mutually paid for stickers. But he wasn't—he was like working, I think, and I was. Um, I, I did that because I did that for my previous cartoon where we just splattered this whole like three-hour three-hour trip, but which ended up being twelve hours because we put up so many flyers. Me and the my friend Russ. So. <laughs> Nice. So, are the stickers still green, or is it just like, or has the sun damaged them too? Were they that blue color? Some of them, some of them are sun damaged. Some of most of them actually aren't. Which is, some of them have like parts ripped off and stuff. But there's a lot of them still there. Actually. You got any extra ones left over? Oh yeah, oh, I actually yeah. do. I have them in a box. Mail for the for the for, for the lame gym museum. Mail some to me. Oh, yeah. you want some? Okay. I'll take any random obscure cartoon stuff. I have I have like a bunch, so I could do that. Yeah, I need some of that. Yeah, hook pan up. He can't have enough useless crap lying around his room. Um, any of those DVDs also? I don't know. That one that one is more than maybe, but because I used to make them for my mom because she doesn't trust the <laughs> internet or didn't for a long time. She was like, just just put them on a DVD. I'll watch it on that. I'm not. I don't trust the internet. We'll get a virus with the Napsters and the the things. I ain't, I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. <laughs> the government will know my search history, and it's just confusing. Why am I searching? I know where I'm going. Thanks a lot. Nothing. Why am I searching? I know where I'm going. Damn, the internet was scary. So yeah, so I had to, most of them were made for my mom, and then I just copy the versions of those. <laughs> And then you just like hit on people saying, "So you hear of Knockforce, huh? <laughs> you ever see that? I saw it. Wow, that rapping was awesome. Am I right, dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of know the creators. You know, I kind of met them once. Yeah, and they'd be like, "Oh, those guys suck," and I'm like, "Yeah, no, they they do suck." They, they do. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree, and it's kind of like awkward. <laughs> like, uh, uh, yeah, they they suck. I don't even know what I was even rapping about. I mean, he was rapping about uh, what? Your one shot. <laughs> that was it. It was over. Okay. So I guess would that be the end of the podcast? I guess so. I guess I don't know. I was kind of burnt because we did a two-hour thing. And then yeah, I said rest in pizza, pan pizza party podcast. Yeah. Well, I guess. Well, if 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 you if you'd like to be on the pizza party podcast, I need to remind the people about this. Send a hundred dollars to Pan's Pizza to PO Box, and we'll meet you at your local Kmart in Section B, Space Thirty Two. <laughs> and we'll be right there waiting. So yeah, with a sledgehammer. I mean, with a nice handshake of how do you do. But make sure you've waited out. a minimum of four hours, and uh, we'll be there. But make even if it's in the cold, we'll respect you, we swear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll bring you coats. So, yeah, so the next video is going to be uh, the Adventure Time video game review, Nameless Kingdom, which might come out earlier than Tuesday, so for contract reasons with the game company who said, hey, you got to make this video by this time. It's like, okay. So, yeah, I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you? Fuck you. I'm Jim. See you later. Fuck you, I'm Pan. Nolan, Smash Bros. Yeah, it can. Fuck you. Yeah, good night, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Fuck you. Happy God Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Have a oh my God, there's turkey in oh here. You guys gotta catch it. Oh God, this turkey poked out my goddamn eye. Holy oh, shit! <laughs> oh fuck, my fucking eye! Oh God! Oh my God, it's a crazy. Oh, oh gosh! Oh. Oh.